Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we are chatting with our friends from the Center for the Arts and some other things. Patience always has fun things to talk about. I do, and I've almost downed my venti coffee this morning. Woohoo! I noticed that. I'm a little scared. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Patience Long, and who did you bring with you today? I brought Susan Gully, who is the Director of Cultural and Heritage Tourism for the Rutherford County Chamber and Visitors Bureau. I'm giving myself props for that. That is a mouthful a to say. Yes. Mouthful. Convention, but hey. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? I don't know. Oh, Convention I, 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 Visitors Bureau is fine. The oh, tourism yeah. department. There you go. Susan, I, we been, talked about this last month about her. I mean, how do you fit that on a business card? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we've been working together for the past few years on uh, the Leading Ladies Project. Uh, 17, you said. Right? I feel yeah. like it's been 750 years because we originally started it in 2019. Um, with a 2020 debut date um, mm. in August to celebrate the 100th um, year of the celebration of the woman's right to vote. And then COVID. And so I feel like I've stared at these ladies on Zoom for literally 755 years. Wow. So it is finally coming to fruition. We're so excited. Yes, we are. And we're not changing the name to Rapunzel. No. Or, or what's that other guy that slept forever? I don't what even know. Rip Van Winkle? Yeah, Rip Van Winkle. We're not changing it to no, that. No, so it's, it's Party lady, of 12. Party of 12. It is. <laughs> Next month, we are so excited it's happening. Yes. Well, awesome. We're going to find out a lot more about that yeah, uh, as, as well. And um, tell me about um, Hunchback. I just heard uh, Bart talking about that opening yeah. weekend last so weekend. So, opening weekend uh, last weekend. I heard it was magical. Um, Mark David Williams, who is our artistic director, also directed the show. And um, I asked him this morning if he wanted to come on with the radio. And he's like, I can't. He was like, just tell everyone it's the greatest show ever. So I'm here to tell you that it's the greatest show ever. And actually, no joking, I've heard that from several people. It's the best thing we've ever had on our stage. Really? And I will say on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, when I walked in the center, that someone had been in the, the theater with the lights on already. So I put my stuff down. I walked in. And just seeing the set itself... I just stopped. I sat down and I texted the production team. I said, this is the most beautiful set I've ever seen. The detail on it, the set construction, it's going to blow you away. So I can't imagine the actors that I know are in this. Like, I cannot wait to see it. And I have been told that it is literally the best thing we've ever done. Well, that's cool. And I saw the costuming on Facebook this weekend, too. And and I know some of the actors that are in it. So I know Esmeralda, because I know she's fabulous. Yeah, she's fabulous, I hear. But the costuming is great gorgeous yeah it's amazing when it all it's really is magic when it all finally comes together you know Mm -hmm. and none of us and Susan's been in arts for years and years I mean none of us thought it would pick back up this quickly right and we'd be where we are today you know even in the last year or two like it's really nice to have the artists back in the building and the patrons really wanting you know theater and art so we're it's a good time at the center it was uh what two years ago yesterday that uh COVID was um, named a global pandemic yep. and then this is the week when things just yeah. started to unravel two years ago so I um, called my leadership team last week when I realized March 15th which is Tuesday is two years to the day that we had to shut our doors like we canceled the last performance on March 15th and um, we were shuttered for over a year 
And so I said, you know what? Let's all just take the day off. So we're taking the day off tomorrow. Mark um, doesn't work Tuesdays at the center. So I'm like, have a meal on the center. Like we've done a lot. It's been a lot of stress and Mm -hmm. pressure and unknowns that we've had to deal with to get to where we are today. And I'm just so proud of not only the center's team, but all the arts organizations in the area. We've worked together. We've worked really, really hard. Yeah, we have. To have the same quality product that we had before the pandemic and to make the community life's a little bit brighter you know? actually I think it's even better quality to be honest because yeah. because we realize I mean we artists have always known what it meant to them but when you can't do yeah. something yeah. that you're made to do you just yeah. have to do you know to survive being a person yeah. as an artistic person um it, it just means so much more and yeah. I happened to go to a songwriters event this weekend in Las Casas and they were playing things they had written during covid oh wow you know and that that's what you either don't do anything or you just are very prolific with things that you come up with yeah i would imagine that you know having something that you enjoy doing and not being able to do that thing for a long long time is also it it really motivates you to it does and the unknown because you don't know when you are you aren't and that's the different things about i mean that's what happens with venue yeah things like the center yeah you prepare and then you can't yeah and then you prepare and then you can't yeah so there was a lot of that yeah. there was <laughs> you know what i explained to people is that that brain fog right like everyone's like what's what's it's because like i'm a problem solver and all i've been doing is solving problems that keep changing and so it's been two years of problem solving and mm-hmm. it took a toll you know on all of us mentally so well, it's, usually when you solve a problem it's okay well if we can't do it this way we'll do it this way exactly but there's a solution at the what's end that of right? phrase what's that phrase what crazy is uh doing the same things over and over again expecting different, different results, results. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but you know during covid you would say okay we can't do this but we can do this oh, and yeah. then it's like an hour later well we can't do that so you had to have like oh, yeah. 25 plans yeah. <laughs> i will say we're all pretty flexible yeah. <laughs> have to be, right? I learned that about myself. <laughs> I will say we're still dealing with the effects of doing stuff right when we shut down. We switched shows over to, okay, we're going to postpone them for six months. I mean, six weeks. So six weeks later, we're like, all right, we're postponed. So we moved people's tickets so much that mm-hmm. we're still getting calls like, patients, when are my seats again? What's mm-hmm. happening? Where am I at? I mean... Still, after two years. Yeah. So um, it'll be really nice to start a fresh new season in 2023. I'm so excited you guys are having some sold out nights and whatnot. Because I feel yeah. like part of the challenge that we also have in the artistic world and even history and events and other places that people go is we're not as committed necessarily. We're, we're more willing to go, well, I might go, I might not go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So we're not able to completely uh, rely upon the, the previous numbers that we're used to. Yeah. And with COVID, I will say this, we're noticing that it's more and more last minute, mm-hmm. right? Like people are just, they don't RSVP before. They don't call no. and get tickets like they used to. But what they're learning at the center is you gotta, because we're selling out way sooner than we've ever sold out before. That's amazing good yeah it's strange right because you're like we were doing great before but i think people realized that quality of life was important they've been in their houses for a year Mm -hmm. two years and it's time to get out um and then the artists as well they've really just come out of the woodwork to be in shows and to to spread the talent you know and share it with the community so it's a really good time in arts thank goodness you know and part of that getting getting things going again too you're 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 not doing it with the same staff you had in february of 2020 Mm -mm. that's a problem with not just us it's everywhere it's everywhere all arts organizations we're doing right now more than we have before with fewer people now the people here are more dedicated and Mm -hmm. we're you know in it we we put so much love and effort into it but 
Oh, wow. It's a lot. And I think we've had the learning curve, too, is of uh, let's learn more about technology. Oh, so yeah. we didn't do so much online before. Yeah. You know, maybe some things we did, some things we didn't. But now we're let's learn everything. YouTube, Pinterest, radio, yeah. podcast, yeah. Yeah. all the things. And I will say on a personal note, I've learned a lot as a leader through this. And one of it was I was very strict about, you know, not working from home and all of that. Now there's benefits to like, I'm actually leaving here to go to my house to work on a grant. So I'm not interrupted. Like you can get a lot more work done at home and you're still putting in a great amount of effort and time. In fact, for me, I get more done at home, (laughs) but my job won't allow me to do that. But it's, we've learned the lessons we've learned are great lessons, right? I, I and really, I think they're positive lessons. They are. It's, it's very easy to be negative with the whole COVID conversation. Yeah, but if you had to choose, this is my question. If you had to choose the lessons you've learned, I'm asking both of you, or just not dealing with, like, not having COVID in your lives, I totally would choose not having COVID in my life. Like, these are great lessons, but I would be okay with not knowing them. If I didn't have to deal with COVID, is that so wrong? I'd, I'd rather no. learn them some other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just called life, I think. Yeah, it's true. Life <laughs> throws true. at us. We've got Patience Long with the Center for the Arts and uh, Susan Gully joining us from uh, the chamber, and we've got lots of things to talk about, so... Hunchback, um, are there any tickets left? There are a couple tickets left for this. Two, we added two Saturday matinees, one coming up this Saturday and the following Saturday. Okay. But Facebook reviews are out. Like, if you want tickets to Hunchback, get them today because they probably won't be there. I mean, they won't be there tomorrow. Okay. So I highly recommend if you like musicals, you like artists, you just want to do something fun in Murfreesboro, it's a great thing to do. Um, get your tickets. And if you're sad that you never are able to get tickets, season passes you can reserve your seats to whatever show you want whenever you want so i always tell give that to people like i know it's frustrating yeah. but just get a season pass and then you can get in our system and buy tickets whenever you want so the season pass do you have to commit to coming to every show or how does that work we have different it? levels like okay. we have a flex pass where it's three shows so if you buy flex pass you Perfect. can go on right now and get your tickets to our november show but if you don't you have to wait two months before the show when we open to the general public and we have a lot of season pass holders so they reserve their seats so that's really the only way to guarantee that you get to see is to get a pass or yeah. make sure two months before you're on that website getting tickets to the shows you want oh three times a year i mean that's that's easy it is and you, it's a discount yeah like, and i see i think that's considered a uh, given date so like if your girlfriend and you or your spouse and yeah. you you know go ahead and pick those dates and you know that you're going to go to dinner yeah. you're going to go to a show and it's already kudos for yeah. Whoever bought the ticket, right? And our season pass is like, well, we're flexible with them. So we do have like a no refund policy and all of that. But when season pass calls the day of a show, it's like, oh, no, I can't make it. Or three days before and we're sold out. Oh, no, I can't make it. Do you have another show? We do what we can for them. So there's other perks to season passes as well. But that's what I tell people. That's my solution for that problem. Good. Get a pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you had some kids things to talk we about? We do. We have um, our kids programs happening. We've got spring happening right around the corner. Classes start for that on April the 4th. Um, and, you know, we're doing Clue. It's a play. So we're doing that. And then we're doing 101 Dalmatians. So we have two production classes happening. Oh, wow. And for those that don't know, we do after-school sessions, classes for children ages 5 to 18, from beginner to advanced. Um, so that's happening in the spring. We offer scholarships. So all you have to do is go to our website, borougharts.org, and check it out. And then we've already announced our summer camps, which are filling up very, very fast. So we have certain amount of spots open for summer camps. We've told people the shows. They're going to be Legally Blonde, Willy Wonka, Susical Junior, and Beauty and the Beast. So those are getting filled up quickly as well. So if you're looking for something for your 5 to 18-year-old, 
I know that we have camps and I know that other arts organizations in the area have yeah. camps and yes. parents are looking. So yeah, get your spots. Parents are on it. They're usually booking early. Yep. Yepers. Where do we just go to the center? Borougharts.org. Okay. Yep. And you can find stuff about ticketing and you can find stuff about youth programs. So which would be our children's programs. All right. Well, let's talk uh, leading ladies, party of 12. What What's what's happening well, here? I want to know what you know about it. Well, I know that Susan was telling me about this project um, and last month and when it started in 2019, it's about the leading ladies of Rutherford County, right? Yeah, so it's about women throughout right history. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the story. I don't know if Andrea shared the story, if anyone shared the story. So um, we honored Andrea at our 2019 backstage bash. Andrea Lowry. Andrea Lowry. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Andrea like everyone knows her, and they probably do, <laughs> um, as our Arts Advocate of the Year, because she's done so much for not only the center, but for all arts. Sure. You know, she was a... Uh, commissioner with the Tennessee Arts Commission. She just does a lot for arts. And at her award, or, um, at her speech that day, she had a magic wand. And I didn't know she was doing this. I think you I didn't know audience. it either. I was a little surprised. And like out of nowhere, she's like, if I had one wish, if I could grant one thing with this magic wand, it would be to highlight women in Rutherford County who have been overlooked because they're females. And from that magic wand, she got the right people at the table to say yes to funding a project through the Rutherford Arts Alliance. And that Susan's the president of Rutherford Arts Alliance um, that took 12 women. And there were so many to choose from. I mean, still there's so many women that you've never heard of in Rutherford County that is Rutherford County's better because of them. Mm. But we had to choose 12 and they chose um, they selected a playwright, Mary Dunne Johnson, who's amazing, also was a commissioner with the Tennessee Arts Commission. And she... Um, wrote this play featuring these 12 ladies that we selected um, in a way that's interesting and bringing it to the stage at Patterson Park uh, the weekend of April the 8th. So April the 8th is already sold out, but there's tickets for the 9th and 10th. Um, And it's a great play and it's highlighting these women that you probably have either never heard about before or don't really know what they have done. Maybe you've heard some, a last name that rings true. Like we've driven on Vaughn Street, named after Mary Vaughn. And, um, and these are, you know, there's so many, like you said, and we had to choose just a few, but we chose ones that have already passed, you mm-hmm. know, so there's not any living uh, people that are in the That's plate. the next project. Other I'm just kidding. Than, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Other than there is one MTSU student represented That's in the true. play. So oh. that it centers be, around an MTSU mm-hmm. student. Yep. And these, but the women that have been chosen have, they're all ethnic backgrounds. They're all ages. They lived in different time periods over 100 years. And so you've got a spy involved. You've got um, someone who started the Rutherford County Health Department back in the day. Um, writers, poets. We've got a president's wife. Well, and the president's wife's interesting because you we also feature, I know growing up in the South, it's really hard to come to grasp with our history mm-hmm. with slavery and what our ancestors did and did not do. Um, and so this is a lot of good dialogue about that. There features Polk, who was a first lady who owned a slave, who Polk thought was a really good friend of hers, basically, right? Right. And then we also feature the slave. And her perspective, and it's a gr- I mean, it's like a good dialogue. When I mm-hmm. when when they did the read through on Zoom when in August of 2020, I mean, there wasn't a tear. I mean, there wasn't no. Everyone was crying over this interaction wow. and dialogue because, wow, what you know, what a powerful story, you know, and it's one that needs to be told in the way that it happened. And like, I we think don't need the arts it. help us do that in a not necessarily a comfortable setting, but at least a safe a setting. safe setting. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a controversial. 
True, you know, and there may be controversial conversations that happen, sure. but you're a, but you feel like you're in an environment where that it can happen in. Right, well, right. And there, you yeah. can learn and engage. Yes. I mean, it's it. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of what Mary have done. I'm proud of the ladies that are on this committee with us that have stuck through it. Um, I mean, we're all busy, busy women and are doing our own thing. And the amount of time and effort each one of them has spent. I'm looking at Susan, who just had a big job at the chamber right right after COVID hit. I mean, she she was well, telling I started me, the day of not lockdown. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> first you know, day. Huh? Yeah, first yeah. Day. And then we've we've all devoted so much time that we truly don't have to something that we really believe in. So I'm just so proud of the women that's involved in this and, and a few men. Yeah. Kudos to them for hanging out with us, <laughs> putting up with us. So I can't tell you enough how I, we're really proud and I really hope everyone's able to see this. And Patterson Theater has more seats in the center. So there's still sick t- tickets available and there's not another showing of this right now. Right. So this, this is the world premiere. This right is the here world premiere. County. Yeah. And so 300 seats is what the, the Patterson Park Theater, Washington Theater will hold. There's tickets available for just $10 a piece on, yep. for Saturday, uh, April 9th and Sunday, April 10th. And then Sunday... We're having a community dialogue afterwards. So you get a chance after the play to hang around for just a little bit longer and talk to the playwright, talk to some the of the actors. actors. Probably that played those mm-hmm. two pivotal characters mm-hmm. in that scene that moves everyone. Like, wow. it's what a great experience for our community, you know, to start the conversation and to, to learn yeah, from what, our past. What's it like yeah. in the African-American community? What's it like in the, in the non-African-American community? And then how do we bridge, continue to bridge the gap in between for, with the arts and with just conversation in life? So where do we get tickets? Well, it's two places. Thank you to the Center for the Arts because their ticketing process is helping the leading ladies with the tickets so we didn't have to buy something new. So you can go to the Rutherford Arts Alliance website okay um to get tickets and then um it will link you over to the center for the arts to actually process it so you'll see their logo just don't be confused they're yep. they're a great partner in helping but if you're you you want tickets you can always call the oh, office yeah, and call. you can yeah we can do it right over the phone so that's a uh, 615-904 arts 2787 so if you go to our website we don't really have anything because it is kind of confusing because there's it's not just the center we have mtsu we've got the chamber we've got city of murphy i mean so many different partners so it is it's a lot of people coming together um to produce this so just call us we can help you through it we can get your tickets right out of the front and again they're only ten dollars what a steal yeah. you know rutherfordartsalliance.org yep yes perfect well thank you both for being here today it was a lot of fun thank you it's always fun hanging out with you and chatting we'll do it again we will in about a month that's right <laughs> thanks susan <laughs> thank too. you thanks uh we have had uh, the pleasure of having Patience Long with the Center for the Arts with us and uh, from the Rutherford County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Susan Gully. Don't forget, if you miss part of the show, you can check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. Look under Rutherford Issues for the podcast in just moments.